0: Zacchaeus was a short man. Short in height, yes, but even shorter of friends because nobody liked Zacchaeus. Did I say nobody liked Zacchaeus? What I really meant to say was that everybody hated Zacchaeus. They loathed him passionately. Why? Because he was a tax collector. Maybe you think I'm being a little hard on Zacchaeus. After all, someone has to be a tax collector or the whole government would grind to a halt and goodness only knows what would happen then. But being a tax collector when Zacchaeus was around was entirely different than it is today. Firstly, Israel was a country under occupation by the Romans. So any tax paid would first and foremost go to the Romans to help pay the occupying army and only after that get used for essential government type things. So that meant tax collectors were people who helped the Romans. And anyone who helped the Romans was a collaborator, a traitor, who worked with the invading army to help keep their own people subjugated to the occupying forces. So, while no one liked paying taxes, everyone hated paying taxes to a collaborator. You couldn't get much lower than that. Or maybe you could, because the job of being a tax collector was unpaid by the Romans – To get to the privileged position of being a collaborator and taking money from your own people to help keep the occupying forces in charge meant that potential tax collectors had to bid for the role, with the person bidding the highest getting the job. So why would anyone take such a job? Well, greed, of course. You see, because the job was unpaid and came with many risks and dangers, once the Romans received the agreed sum of money from the tax collector, They turned a blind eye to the tax collector taking extra taxes from his own people to meet their own needs. So you can imagine how the people felt about that as they saw these traitors and collaborators getting richer and richer at their expense. And as Zacchaeus wasn't just an ordinary tax collector, but a chief tax collector, he was especially rich and therefore especially hated. This didn't mean that Zacchaeus didn't have any friends. It just meant that the friends he did have would almost certainly be other outcasts like himself, the sort of people that ordinary nice folk had nothing to do with, except whisper and gossip about, of course. But even among this little band of outcasts, the news about Jesus had started to circulate. Of course, there was the news of all the miracles Jesus had been doing, which everyone was talking about, and there were the stories that the little group especially loved sharing – about how Jesus showed up the hypocrisy and evil in the hearts of the religious leaders of the people, the same religious leaders who treated them like dirt. Those stories always went down well. But what caught Zacchaeus' attention was that some of them were saying that Jesus was the friend of tax collectors. There were even rumours that one of Jesus' own disciples had been a tax collector. Zacchaeus listened to these stories with great interest, and I guess... He must have made himself a promise that he hardly realised he was making, because somehow, the more he heard about this man Jesus, the more certain he became that, should Jesus come to Jericho, the city where he lived, he would make sure to see Jesus for himself. One day, some time later, Zacchaeus was sitting in his office working when he heard some excited voices outside. Stopping what he was doing, Zacchaeus listened to the conversation. Hey, David, have you heard? said one voice. Heard what? What's happening? Jesus! Jesus is heading into town! We're just off to go and see him! Why don't you come with us? After that the voices lowered as the people came together, and then Zacchaeus heard hurried footsteps as a small group of friends rushed off to see Jesus. This was his chance! After all he'd heard about Jesus, at long last Jesus was traveling through Jericho, probably on his way to Jerusalem. As quickly as he could, Zacchaeus put his work away, locked the door of his office and hurried down the road to see Jesus. But as he came down the road, he was confronted with his worst nightmare. A massive crowd. It seemed like everyone in the whole of Jericho was there, all of them wanting to see Jesus for themselves. Now, You need to remember just how much people hated tax collectors in general, and Zacchaeus in particular. No one would shed a single tear if something bad were to happen to a man like him. And who knew what hidden weapons were under people's cloaks? If he tried to push into the crowd to get to Jesus, probably the least he could expect was a beating. Even the Jews who didn't openly want him dead wouldn't want to be touched by someone they considered unclean, and so they'd make him stay away, probably very forcefully. Anyway, Zacchaeus wasn't stupid. There was no way he would ever go anywhere near such a crowd. And so his decision to see Jesus for himself was going to be tested. Did it really matter that much? Why didn't he just walk away and maybe leave it for another time? After all, Jesus would probably come to Jericho again, wouldn't he? Now, here's a thing to remember. Jesus said that no one can come to him unless drawn to him by God the Father. Of course, lots of people wanted to see the man of the moment, as Jesus was then, to see what all the fuss was about and maybe get the thrill of seeing Jesus do some amazing miracle. But that's not being drawn to Jesus, that's just human curiosity. To be drawn to Jesus is more than passing interest. It's a need to understand, to know and experience what this man is all about and it often expresses itself as people go beyond normal human interest to find out more. And God, was drawing Zacchaeus. Because while he could have walked away because of the apparent impossibility of seeing Jesus and the dangers of the crowd, Zacchaeus knew he needed to fulfil that promise he'd made to himself. He needed to see Jesus no matter what. And so the man Zacchaeus, without even realising it, became like a child again, like a young boy. Men walked, they never ran. But without thinking about what he was doing, Because of how much he wanted, he needed to see Jesus, Zacchaeus ran down the road ahead of the crowd, desperate to find somewhere, anywhere from where he could see Jesus safely. Now, there was only one road that Jesus would be travelling along to get through Jericho and go on to Jerusalem, so knowing his route wasn't a problem, Zacchaeus just had to find a safe place. So he ran along the road, looking for a vantage point from where he could see this amazing man Jesus but he couldn't find anywhere he could use. In fact, he ran right out of town as he looked to find somewhere. Slightly out of breath, Zacchaeus rested by a tree, trying to think quickly about his options. He couldn't push through the crowd. He may never come out of that alive. And he couldn't jump up and down at the edge of the crowd in an attempt to see Jesus. Firstly, it wouldn't satisfy his need, and secondly, to be frank, he was too short and now there weren't any suitable vantage points on the road he could use, either because he couldn't get to them or because they were owned by people who hated him and wouldn't let him anywhere near their property. As he thought through his options, he softly bashed the back of his head against the tree as if trying to clear his mind, but then he stopped and looked up. The tree! Jesus was going to be coming right underneath this sycamore tree! And so Zacchaeus continued to act like a child, as he scrambled up the tree as best he could, hoping, but without much confidence, that the leaves would give him at least some protection from the glares and comments of the hostile crowd. And then he waited for Jesus to pass by. It wasn't ideal, it was far less than he wanted, but it was something. And he didn't care that people would laugh at him, for once in his life it just wasn't important because for some reason all that mattered now was seeing Jesus. Now, as Jesus went about his life, he kept his eyes open to see the things that God was doing, so that he could respond when he saw his Father at work. As he told his disciples, the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing. So Jesus was watching to see God doing the things that only God could do, such as drawing people to himself something that no one could even want to do without God working in them. And when Jesus saw his Father at work, doing the things only he could do, he joined in, trusting God for the outcome, whatever that may be and whatever its cost. Meanwhile in Jericho, Jesus was surrounded by an eager crowd, all wanting to see the man of the moment and maybe witness one of his miracles. But as the crowd slowly moved along the road... Jesus started to hear some jeering and maybe some cursing as people in the crowd saw the tax collector trying to hide in and look down from the sycamore tree. Then the crowd started whispering and gossiping about Zacchaeus, Look up there! It's that horrible little tax collecting sinner Zacchaeus! What's he doing up there in that tree? Or what an idiot! What does that traitor Zacchaeus think he's doing? And so Jesus started to hear the name Zacchaeus and very quickly understood who this man was and exactly what the crowd thought of him. But you need to remember that Jesus was looking out for evidence that God was at work, and only God can draw someone to Jesus, especially to the point of so needing to see Jesus that they are prepared to make a complete fool of themselves. So by the time Jesus saw Zacchaeus in the tree for himself, he already knew his name, and he already knew his profession and how the people felt about him, but Jesus also knew that this was the work of his father, and whatever it may cost him, Jesus was going to adjust his schedule to respond to what he saw his father doing. Zacchaeus watched as Jesus started to walk under the tree. It wasn't the best position, but it'd have to do. But then Jesus stopped. Zacchaeus hadn't expected this. And then Jesus looked right up at him and called, Zacchaeus! Zacchaeus almost fell out of the tree with shock! Jesus knew his name then Jesus continued Zacchaeus come down from that tree I must come to your house today overjoyed the little man hurried down from the tree and took Jesus to his home he'd never had anyone like Jesus come to his house before it was amazing However, when the crowd realised that Jesus was going to stay in the house of that horrible little traitor, they were none too happy and made sure that Jesus knew exactly how they felt about it. But Jesus had seen his father at work in Zacchaeus' life and he wasn't going to be sidetracked by anything else, even if it meant that other people were prepared to walk away from him because of who he associated with. What they talked about in Zacchaeus's house, I don't know. But God proved that he was at work, and that Jesus had rightly discerned it and rightly responded. Because something happened to Zacchaeus as he met with Jesus. As they talked, suddenly Zacchaeus stood up in front of Jesus and said, Lord, I'll give half of my wealth to the poor. And Lord, if I've overcharged anyone, then I'll pay them back four times as much as I've overcharged. Jesus smiled at Zacchaeus and looking around the room he said to those with him today salvation has come to this house for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham you see that's why I the son of man have come to seek out and save those who are lost I wonder do you keep your eyes open to see where your heavenly father's at work doing the things only he can do And if today you happen to notice God doing such a thing, like drawing someone to Jesus, will you adjust your schedule to join in with God as he works, trusting him for the outcome and maybe rejoicing that he's inviting you to join him at work?